We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday, November fifth. Jimmy, welcome back. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. I know you've been busy. Uh, you had a, a, a wedding anniversary a couple of weeks ago, correct? Yep. And that's, that's why. Yeah, that's why you were unable to to join us. Uh, I know Gage and I were disappointed that your and Dez's plans weren't to just have her to be a guest on the show. Um, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, really, your wedding anniversary, and you couldn't carve thirty minutes out to do a podcast recording. You know, I am in the doghouse a lot, so when I see an easy opportunity to <laughs> That's so it, hard to believe that you're in the doghouse a lot. Uh, that seems like a lie. <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, one episode in the offseason, we don't have anything to talk about. I'll have her come on and just rattle off the reasons I was in the doghouse the last, like, two weeks. That would be a fun show to do, but, uh, you know, Jimmy – we're here to talk about the Packers, which seems to be more unfortunate every week. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. They're two and five. They 
we all know that things aren't great. Traded away Rasul Douglas this week. Uh, they're just struggling to do anything offensively. Um, and I mean, it, it's, it's hard football to watch, but I don't know about you. Like I'm excited for the game. I, I don't know what, I don't know. I'm really interested to see if it continues. Like at what point during the season, do I just like get to a weekend and I'm like, man, I just don't care. Like, like I'm not there yet, which is good. But like, yeah, and I don't know if I'll get there, but I mean, they're, they're no doubt hard to watch right now. And I got to tell you, Jimmy, the thing that I am most floored by now playing the Rams and the Rams are what three and five. I mean, they're not great. Uh, They certainly, at least in their games have looked better than the Packers. Now, granted the Packers have looked like one of the worst teams in the league. Um, But I got to say, Jimmy, as of right now, when we're recording, the Packers are a three-point favorite. And, like, not saying Green Bay shouldn't be a three-point favorite, or, or not that saying that they shouldn't be a favorite, but, like, would you ever, with this team right now, bet mm-hmm. at the Packers favored by three? No, absolutely not. No. And it has to, it like it yeah. has to be because of Stafford. There's, that's the only reason they can favor us, favor us three. Because if you knew Stafford was playing, we're not winning this game. But like that, but that's where I find the problem. Is I agree with you. If Stafford's playing this game, I don't. There's no way in hell we're winning this game. But my problem is even with him not playing, like I like I'm like eh, maybe I, you know I I don't know. So three points. I mean, that's insane. It went in the last 30 years. Did we say three points? That's an insane line for green Bay. It's like, I'm in such a weird spot right now with the Packers in the sense of, I do think they have talent. And uh, I know in the fan base, the support of Jordan love is up and down nonstop, but I still think he has a talent. I just think it was, I, I don't know, man. I don't want to just put it all on coaching. And I, I've said this to a couple people, and I'm not the only person to say this. I think LaFleur, because now looking at the years past, when we had he had like granted, he's never had a great defensive coordinator. Joe Barry's always been an issue since he's been there. But on the offensive side, he had Nathaniel Hackett, who had such a great relationship with Rodgers and was able to kind of like help him out a lot in that area. Then we pan Kyer uh, Stenovich up to OC. That takes him out of the O-line room. They decline. LaFleur has to do a lot more with defense, trying to balance the offense. And I just feel like he's stretched so thin to where we can't even see this offense get any sort of rhythm. And, like, that's such an issue. Because he mentioned, too, it's hard to get into your game plan when you're always facing a third and long. But it's like, yeah, but also it's your job to figure out how not to face a third and long. Like, you have a person named Aaron Jones who could probably pick up three yards, three or four yards. You give him two carries, I guarantee you're at least a third and six. <laughs> but it's just it's just such weird things in that of just things aren't coming together. The offensive line has been playing up to what we expected. Jones getting hurt. Watson missed the first part of the season. It's not really getting involved still. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a cluster right now. But there's that weird degenerate part of me that's like sort of loving this. Of like, I knew this year was going to be chaos. And I feel like I'm just like the Joker and Batman, just like, just loving all the nonsense that's going on. But we'll see what happens. I still have faith. I think we're going to win this game. uh, But that's a thousand percent bias in me. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I think the youth part of it is what, you know, kind of still gives you hope is that, you know, yeah, it hasn't looked as good as you'd want it to, but, you know, they are the youngest team in the league. And, I mean, they got younger by trading away Rasul Douglas. So, um, you know, I, I guess my bigger concern with the season is not – because, like, I was – I'm in the same boat as you, and I'm, I think a lot of Packer fans were reasonably in the same boat – you know, that this season wasn't, you know, they, they, they weren't going to, it was, it was a long shot for them to win double digits this year. Right. Like it, it was a long shot for that. I think what's more frustrating and concerning is just how inept they've looked like the only, like, like I'm at the point and I know Matt McFleur doesn't want to do this, but the best they've looked all year is when they're running that constant two minute, no huddle, fast paced offense in the second half that they're forced to run. And it's almost like at this point, just try that as your game plan, the entire game and see if it, see if it makes anything better because, you know, and I know that's not how you want to run an offense. I, I get that, but like, it, it, it's just so concerning how poor they've looked you know, throughout the entirety of, of, of games, you know, again, they had three points at the end of the first half last week and they were lucky to have three because they missed the field goal. And if it wasn't for an offside, penalty, they wouldn't have had any points right now with this team. Um, and, for, for the Packers, and then they lost that game. And then they had, had the bye week, and then they played the Broncos, and that was their get-right game. And you know what I feel like right now, Jimmy? I feel like the Packers are the get-right game for everybody else on their schedule. But, like, yeah, I mean, if you're the Rams, like you've got to come – you're three and five, and you're coming into this weekend being like, man, this, team, this Packers team is so bad, even if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, we could potentially get a win and be four and five and still be in the mix of things. And, too, like if you are them, there is the confidence of, like, even if Stafford doesn't play. If he does play, that's fantastic for them. If he doesn't, it's like, well, we still have Cooper Cup. We still have Puka uh, Nakua, who is just the darling right now against a secondary that Rudy Ford is questionable. Jair's missed some time with the back injury. Um, he, he's going to play, but still, he hasn't looked like Jair from the past. We just traded away Razul Douglas. We have Valentine coming in, who we saw how he did against a veteran in Cortland Sutton against the Broncos being picked on, uh, in that, especially in that first half. So there's definitely keys for them to, like in their mind, think this is a get-right game. We can bounce back. Uh, there's weaknesses to pick on. But, man, I don't know. I feel like this is a game where this is a tough one because you see both, both avenues, like going into that Vikings game. I was not confident because I just think the Vikings offense had too much, even without Justin Jefferson showed uh, with Addison playing the way he was and their defense blitzing nonstop was just kind of a recipe for success against Jordan love. But going into this game, it's like our, our talent should beat theirs. And we've said that before, but that was the same thing with Raiders and uh, Broncos. Our talent should have beaten them or should have beat them, but we just haven't put it together. And it's at, and you mentioned before too, I'm rambling now, but the young thing, the team is young, which gives you hope, but I don't want that to be an excuse for the sloppy play in the sense of penalties. Like that's an area that's just ridiculous. It's like we were at, at la some point last against the Vikings game, we had more penalty yards given up than actual yards in the game. 
So it's like, yes, they're young, but like that undisciplined stuff can be fixed in young people. Like it's not, that shouldn't be an excuse of like, they're a young team, they'll figure it out. That's where, that's where you ran a wrong route or you ran it and you're supposed to go seven yards deep, you went five. Like that's a young mistake. A young mistake isn't jumping off sides or false starting. Like those aren't young mistakes. That's just undisciplined. Right. And and the other thing that you'd like to say too, even with a young roster is that, yeah, they're going to make mistakes, but you, you would hope to see improvement from week to week. And, and you, it, it's almost like they've gotten worse week to week. Um, you know, that's the other, I would say, big concern is that, yes, youth is certainly something, but you don't want to use it as an excuse and you want to see them build on those mistakes. And it doesn't seem like they're doing that at all. So, um, well, let's get into this game here, Jimmy, uh, Packers favored by three. Um, let's take a look at the offense first. Uh, you know, what are we keeping our eye on? You know, Matt LaFleur said he's ready to cut Aaron Jones loose this week. So instead of six carries, we're going to be up to eight. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we, we've, you know, I, you know, and I, I hate to make the joke, Jimmy, but I mean, how many times have we heard that? Oh, he's got to get, he's got to be more involved. We got to get, and and it's just it never happens. But I'm, I'm sorry, I, it, it's, I understand coaches have to, you know, be careful what they say. They can't like be overly honest. But like, I've reached a point with the floor where he speaks, and I don't even listen because I don't believe anything that he says. Uh, so this whole, we're going to get Aaron Jones involved, don't believe it. Um, but offensively, I mean, we keep saying we're going to keep an eye on Aaron Jones, and we keep hoping that, you know, it's it's coming soon. Is this the weekend, or are we looking for offense somewhere else? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Does anyone else struggle with the seasonal blues? I know for me personally, it's not so much the hustle and bustle or anxiety of the season. It's more of memories of holidays past. Thinking back to times when my kids were younger, when different family members were still around, it can all make me extremely nostalgic for holidays that have come and gone. Now everyone's a little bit different and for a multitude of reasons, this time of season can be a lot. And if that's you too, don't fret. It's natural to feel sadness, anxiety, or stress during the holiday season. I think something that we can easily forget is that therapy can be a bright spot amidst all the stress and chaos. It can be something to look forward to, it can make you feel grounded, and it can give you the tools that you need to manage everything that's going on in your life. I've personally benefited from therapy in the past. I'm sure I'm going to benefit from therapy again in the future. I've learned to take a deep breath and enjoy the moments that are happening in the here and the now, and I try to slow down in those crazy busy moments that are sure to exist this holiday season. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, extremely convenient, and can be suited to your unique schedule. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash packaday. Cue the dramatic music. We have a public service announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand-new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, we're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code PACKADAY. High tech for low places. 
Manscaped. Personally, Manscaped is my go-to for all of my grooming needs. Manscaped has some crazy technology that helps prevent nicks, cuts, snags, and tugs in all those ultra-sensitive places. I also personally recommend the Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion that just makes the entire experience so much better. In an area that you have to have trust, I trust Manscaped, and you should too. Right now, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20 20% off plus free shipping with code packaday at manscaped.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship, so get yours today from our folks over at Manscaped. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of PrizePick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. I've had so much fun making prize picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy this has to be the week like we we went into the season where the packers were going to rely on the run game right now i believe according to team rankings we are 26th for yards per game uh in our run game so that has to change like we're not going to find success so i hope it's the time we finally cut aaron jones loose even in the passing game just getting him involved is going to be key he's our best weapon uh and then another person too i'm looking at which everyone is is just Christian Watson. We saw a slow start from his last year. Again, injuries derailed him. Then he blew up after the Dallas Cowboy game. I'm just looking for him. I don't expect that having three touchdowns, but just getting him the ball in space, working in the middle of the field, even deep shots is just somehow getting Christian Watson involved because I think for him, he's a huge confidence guy. We saw that last year. Once he started getting going, he kept it going and we're just not seeing that this year. And I don't think he has, he's had that moment. Uh, and I think that just has to happen now. And I, I think we actually overcorrected a bit because there was that time, especially that Raiders game, you saw Love taking a lot of deep shots, probably times where he didn't necessarily have to. And I think we overcorrected to the point now where we're seeing minimal deep shots, where that's like you have to have a bounce. And Watson obviously is our best threat in the deep game. I'd love to see Musgrave getting involved there. Uh, but I think we just have to get some kind of spark out of Watson to kind of rejuvenate that sec- or that wide receiver room. Dobbs is going to be Dobbs. He's going to be your possession guy. Red zone, he's going to be a great target. He attacks the ball, contested catch, best out of anybody on that uh, in that wide receiver room right now. But we need to see Watson starting to kind of pick up the slack. Uh, Reed's a rookie. He's going to be making splash plays here and there. But I keep looking to Watson to show us why fans and people have been saying he has the potential to be a star, which he does, 
but this season he's showing right now that he's just not ready to do it. And this team, uh, I don't know if he has the ability to be a wide receiver one, but he definitely does to be a two and he's not even being that right now. Right. It's Dobbs Reed. And then him in my mind. Yeah. And I would even make an argument right now that Reed has been the best and most consistent among those guys. But um, I mean, I would say offensively, like, you know, there's so many different things you can point to and you talk Aaron Jones, you talk the wide receivers, but, and, this is something we've talked about, you know, at length this year too, but I think it still all starts up front, right? You know, because I, I will say, I give Matt LaFleur a little bit of credit in the sense, you know, when he says, well, you know, it's hard to get Aaron Jones uh, going when there's no running lanes, right? Which is true, which that offensive line has not blocked at all in the run game this year. But, you know, on the flip side, like you can throw to your running backs. Like, like you don't need to – it doesn't need to be a handoff to get Aaron Jones the ball. But I think it starts up front. Um, you know, early in the year, in the first two games, when they were healthy on the offensive side of the ball, uh, on the offensive line, you know, things looked pretty good. And then they got banged up. And, you know, I'm not making excuses with injuries because injuries happen in the NFL. But – it seems to me that if the offensive line can block well, both in the run game and the pass game, the offense flows much better. And that's going to be true for any offense. But um, I think it starts up front with them. And then the other thing that – and I'm sure there are many reasons for this too, but, Jimmy, I don't know about you, but it feels like ever since that first drive of the Saints game – Yeah. Um, where they went for it on fourth down. They did that pitch out to Emmanuel Wilson, the throwback to Jordan Love that didn't work. It feels like they've just been running a bland offense with like, it's just like, Hey, let's run basic plays. And I, I just want to see a little bit more creativity. I don't necessarily, you know, I know they, they ran the, um, uh, they run the halfback pass to, to, to Wicks against the Broncos. I think it was, but just, be a little bit more creative. It feels like the the offense is just blah right now with the plays that they're running. It seems predictable. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on. Um, and that could be part of the struggles. I don't know, but it, it just feels very bland right now. Yeah, I think part of it, too, with having kind of going back to that basic offense, is I think we've seen, and Roger said this, too, at the time, that sometimes the forward make it overly complicated. And I think we are seeing that a bit, especially with a young team, to where if you become overly complicated, that's where a lot of those mistakes happen. So I definitely think it's been dialed back. Um, but right now, I just don't think our team is good enough going back, to, especially that offensive line. Just that team isn't good enough to even run the basics at, at times. Like our offensive line isn't giving the run lanes, isn't protecting love enough to be even be able to do that. Uh, and I think I 100% agree with you. It really that has to be the, the first fix for anything to change. And going into this week, like looking at Aaron Donald, if I'm him, I'm lining up in two spots over Josh Meyer or over <laughs> Rasheed Walker and just wreaking havoc because you, we know Elton Jenkins will handle his own against Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will get some plays because he's a Mount Rushmore defensive player of all time. But this game, that's where I expect him over Myers, over Walker, let him eat. And uh, our, our team's going to have to figure that out, which is going to be tough in the past game too, because are you going to want your running back to go out or are you going to need him there to just help on whatever side Aaron Donald's on, whether it's picking it up in the middle or being that outside help for Walker, because we're going to have to do something because he's 
we've minimized his his effort the last couple times we've played, but this is a much different offensive line uh, going up against that. So it's gonna yeah. be uh, gonna be interesting. Well, and remember, we played a team earlier this year that you know had a defensive lineman that was just like, hey man, if you can kind of neutralize him you know, you should be able to do well. And that was the Raiders and Max Crosby. And apparently singling out one guy didn't work for that offensive line at all. So, um, you know, that that's definitely going to be an interesting point to watch. Uh, Jimmy, let's flip to the defensive side of the ball here. Uh, the Packers traded away Rasul Douglas this past week. Uh, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings on that. Um, I will say my biggest feeling on it is, man, if Jair can't play, what is it? Corey Valentine's your starter at that point. And then I don't know who corner number two is if, if Jair can't play. I mean, it's, it sounds like he's going to play, but I mean, yeah, he doesn't the, rea- the reality is Valentine's going to be your two. And I don't know who's behind him. And the idea that, you know, I mean, if Jair's playing injured, there's a possibility that he doesn't finish the game. Right. And there's also possibilities that he is just not going to be on the field every snap because of, of that back. So, I mean, the secondary um, getting real thin real quick. Yeah, 100%. And that's uh, – it's going to be – I think the key to that too is hopefully Jair plays and can kind of cover Cup a lot of the time. Uh, but we've even seen Puka can do just just as well. Uh, it's it's going to be going to that defensive line and getting either Stafford to get the ball out quickly or – ride pen whoever it is to get the, the ball out quick because yeah we i don't trust a secondary right now to be able to to cover for three or four seconds like it has to be a quick get pressure in his face which we have seen this defensive line do give them as much of a hard time as you want against the uh the run yes it struggled but pass rush they definitely have some people there that can do that so that's going to be the key to it in my mind and, and Jimmy, I'm 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 on Packers.com right now looking at the depth chart. I forgot Preston Smith is behind Valentine as corner number three there. So um, I'm sure we'll see that this weekend. Um, can't can't wait for that Cooper Cup Preston Smith matchup. Um, That's right where we want him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, obviously Green Bay dealing with injuries on the defense side of the ball, but again, not an excuse. Every team deal every team deals with injuries, but. Um, you know, I I think the leader of this defense now needs to be probably one of three people. Um, and I, the person I would love to see be the leader of the defense, especially this weekend with everything, I'd love to see Quay Walker step up. His energy is, you know, infectious. When he plays fast, he is one of the best players out there. Um but I would say him, uh, Kenny Clark, or Preston Smith, one of those three guys really needs to be vocal this week um, and get this defense going. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's questionable. Oh, right, right. Of course. Why Why would he not be not on the injury list? My, my, my bad. Um, he, had, uh, he was limited. I think he... He's got a groin injury, doesn't he? Yeah, groin. He was full participant, and then Friday he didn't practice. And that okay. was questionable, so... Hopefully that was just a precautionary in that practice, um, but we'll see <laughs> those soft tissue things, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the defense, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm split on the defense, Jimmy, because nobody in Green Bay likes Joe Barry. 
right? Like, correct. It's it's just what it is. Um, but like, I also don't feel like the defense. I feel like for the most part this year has played well enough to keep the offense in the game. Yeah, like they are. They're not number one on our problem list right now. Yeah, like I don't think they are the biggest problem. They are certainly a problem because uh, the problem problems abound when you're two and five. Um, but I don't know. I just don't know what to make of this team, you know, with the injuries they have on defense, the youth that they're putting in on defense now. I could see this. I don't know. I, I, let, let's well, let's get to predictions because I, I'll give you my prediction, Jimmy. I think the Rams win this game fourteen to three. Okay. So so if if, it, if that gives you any indication of how I feel about this Packers team right now, and I'm only giving the Rams fourteen because we don't know if Stafford will play. Yeah. I'm. I'm with you on the Rams part. I think they'll score about. I can see this being a 17-13 game, either team, and the bias in me is going to go Packers uh, just because of Stafford's injury. And I don't know, if, even if he starts a game, I don't know if he'll finish it. And I think that's where I'm going to go, 17-13 Packers. Um, but any game where the opposing offense scores 17 points or more, I think is <laughs> uh, not something. Spells, spells right. real trouble for the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is tough for any defensive coordinator saying like, hey, if you hold a team to 17 points, like that's pretty good on the defense. But for this Packers team, and I'm not saying Jair said it's because they're young, finding the mojo on the offense, but that's not even an excuse at this point. It's just we are not playing as a team that can score 17 more than 17 points. 17 yeah. is, is stretching it right now. Yes, which is which is sad. Um because I don't feel like 17 is a whole lot to ask for in the NFL. <laughs> um, well, Jimmy, there we got it. Uh, you know, you're a little bit more optimistic than I am. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm excited for the game. I, you know, this is this is probably, probably one of like three games left on the schedule where you could reasonably look at it and say the Packers could win, right? Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm looking at the Bears potentially at the end of the year. I don't know any more about that. The only other game that you really feel kind of okay is the Giants. Yep. And that, that, and maybe the Steelers because their offense is about as inept as ours. But their defense is very good. Yes, <laughs> which is which is the problem. Um, but like, I mean, like a nine-three game. <laughs> perfect Pittsburgh game, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm still excited to watch this team, um, but it, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's more difficult than it has been in the past couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah, but I love it no matter what, but yeah, that's hard. That is true. So, well, Jimmy, let's wrap up here uh, real quick. If people want to get in touch with you, follow your work. How can they do that? Yeah, go ahead. Follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C08. Um, articles, shows, uh, Lombardi's Bar on Game on Wisconsin, all that will be posted there. So just give that a follow and you'll find all my stuff. All right. Awesome. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. Um, I'm finally caught up on all the radio highlights, um, which as Jacob Wessendorf kindly pointed out on Thursday when I got the Packers Vikings game up, were there any highlights? And the answer was there's like two. 
right? Yeah. Two, two or three, but um, so I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. Hopefully getting them out on a more regular basis schedule. Uh, and, um, you know, I got to say though, when, when they're not as good, like they've been, it's a lot harder to do because sometimes you're like, Man, an eight-yard gain. I, Jimmy, I'm telling you, I record these. I record the audio. And when they got their first first down, like, it was like an eight-yard play. And I was like, this is not really a highlight, but it feels like I need to put it in there. Yeah, that's like every other team's <laughs> opening drive. Yep. Well, and like the Broncos game, like, I didn't have anything from the first half. Like, except for the field goal at the end at the end of the first half. Like, I think, no, 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 because they missed that. They, they were shut out in the first half of the Broncos game. So, so yeah. So, but th- they're still fun. I enjoy doing them. Um, if you if you like Wayne Larrabee and Rock on the calls, um, it's, a, it's a fun two, three-minute thing that I put together and put on Twitter each week. So, you can find that on my Twitter. So, uh, well, with that being said, Jimmy, thank you so much for, for joining today. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.